What's going on guys? Welcome into episode 23 of Uncharted Horizons. This week we're actually going to be talking about episode 1 of The Last of Us that premiered on HBO Max on Sunday, plus some other stuff in our usual segments, and we'll get to all of that in a moment. We are currently live on Twitch at Uncharted Horizons PC, and the recording of the show will be posted later on all podcast platforms. You can keep up with us on social media. Check us out on Twitter at UNCH Podcast. And you can check out Nicole at Ellison underscore 712, as well as mine, LoveShackYT. Of course, also check out our TikTok page where we post clips from the show and interactive videos at Uncharted Horizons Podcast. We are joined by a special guest this week. Know your eyes do not deceive you. Um, this is our friend Alex, a.k.a. Young Al. You can check him out on Twitter at Al underscore Morale, M-O-R-A-L-E. I'm probably mispronouncing that. 77. Um, and he is a Last of Us enthusiast and will be joining the show for the first of uh, what will hopefully be um, many segments in the future. So how's everybody doing tonight, guys? What's going on? Doing great. Yeah, we have supposed the Last of Us enthusiast on the show with us today. He was as rabid as a zombie when he heard we were doing the show and was like, I need to be on that. I'm the last of us fan number one. Supposed. Supp Supposed. Well, I guess I guess the rest of the show will see if how much of a fan you are. Mega fan. We will we will see how that goes as we move okay. along. So we're gonna kick off tonight with our opening thoughts. And before we get too deep into anything, if you are not caught up on the last of us show when we do start the discussion on that we are going to do non-spoiler discussion first so you guys can listen and then we'll give you a warning before we actually jump into talking about spoilers so that if you want to dip out um and not miss anything um or not spoil anything for yourself rather um you'll be able to do that so um before we jump into you know the segments and stuff um you guys have any opening thoughts nicole you want to get off your chest um what have i been up to I feel like there was something I've done. Well, I, I mean, hope it's, so. It's, I mean, it's been it's, a week. <laughs> it's to go along, I guess, with the theme of our show, but I fell prey to Sony's marketing scheme, and I have restarted The Last of Us Part 1. Um, technically restart, but I've never played, like, the remake, so it's kind of like playing a new game, and I ha it's been a while since I played the first game, so I'm playing that again, so it's a great time, because I get to watch the show and then kind of have a more recent comparison to the events of the game but yeah it's fucking gorgeous i've been posting clips on my twitter if anyone's interested um the like, visually it's super impressive it's in line with what they did for the last of us 2 so i have to ask what happened to persona and the witcher and all the other games you were like halfway through playing i'm just curious yeah, these are these are great questions thank you so much for asking <laughs> far cry 6 that one too yeah they're, they're there the I don't last have the time to see this Wonderlands. <clears throat> the game is like twelve hours long. I'm like I'm gonna get through it real quick. Oh, you know, man. I'm actually still playing some indie stuff on the side. Mm -hmm. I've like I'm spoiled now that I have a PC, and I was like, oh, I should definitely stream this, but then I'd have to unplug all the shit that I'm using on my PC, move it to my TV with my PlayStation behind me because I don't have a capture card yet. Um, but. I guess that's part of my opening thought is my friend has a capture card for me that I'm going to try out. It does have to plug into my motherboard, so wish me luck on that. But we'll see if I get to stream um, from my PlayStation anytime soon. Okay. So what are you starting next? Are you going to start something this week before you no, finish I'll The Last back. of Us? Okay, all right. I just well, wasn't no, sure. yeah, I'm going to finish The Last of Us. I'm like trying to go through that. I'm going to get the Platinum, which is quite easy. They've made it easier than it used to be, like than the original trophy list. So there's no difficulty related trophies. 
But okay. no, yeah, I'm going to still go back to The Witcher. All right. Um, all right. And pretty much play whatever I feel like until Hogwarts Legacy comes out next month. Okay, all right. So maybe our aforementioned, like, weekly persona check-in may have to be pushed forward a little bit because it seems like it might be a hot minute before you make any progress on that one Listen, and star wars happen. jedi survivors right around the corner so you get halfway into hogwarts legacy but listen the girl's got a passion for games you got to respect that it's just i can't imagine what your unfinished backlog looks like you don't want to uh, know <laughs> no i do not um so i <laughs> i have a quick uh opening thought and um Last week, you guys missed the show. We did the video game draft for Fantasy for 2023. Um, it was really fun. Isaac joined us. It was a great time. Obviously, we had some Twitch issues um, that popped up, and that was unpleasant. Um, but I have had a few people. I didn't, I didn't even think about mentioning it. You remember way back, Halloween, right? When I talked about that ghost mug from Coles, right? Yes. Yeah, about how I tried to find it. So I, I meant to update it. the viewing populace. And I'm a little behind on this because it's been a couple weeks. But not only did I find it, I managed to get it at a pretty good price. So I was able to actually gift it to Sam as a Christmas present a little bit, you know, uh, later than intended. But I was able to find it and get it to her. And so well, I was we very... surprises. Yep. And honestly, I was nervous because I'm like, well, it's a mug. But it was like the, you know, the biggest gift. And she was so happy. So it, it obviously made me happy to, you know, in turn uh, see that. But I just thought it was interesting. And funnily enough, she actually got me one that is different because this guy is not holding the basket like the other one is. But, uh, it's still, but he looks he's cute. It does. And he goes with my uh, sleeping one here. So I have them both like on the desk. One of them holds like pens uh -huh. and the other one holds like my, uh, let's say, drug paraphernalia. Um, and that's kind of like what they what they do. So I, I thought I'd provide that that quick update there. Um, but my other note was apparently... There is a good chance that two or three of the games I drafted may not actually be releasing this year after all. Uh, so I'm hopefully, like, I'm hoping that's wrong and that's not the case. But from what I'm hearing, it's possible that Pikmin 4 may not be coming out at all in 2023. Um, and we could be looking at another, you know, type of delay sort of thing for Final Fantasy 7. And even Hollow Knight's unconfirmed. So... I don't know. I saw that they were announced for 2023, and I was like, well, man, this feels to me like a, you know, a lock. But I was informed that, like, they've been delayed already once, and the lack of a specific date may be problematic. So, um, yeah, just putting that out there now. Nice. I'm a little bit nervous Good about job. how that may go. Um, so hey, I'd if like they to come maybe, out, then I'd like maybe switch uh, a couple. We'll <laughs> Perhaps. see. We'll, we'll see how see. it goes. We'll see. we'll see what the rules are. Fire Emblem Engage, of course, is another one. Too. That and is reviewing quite well. It though. is, and we're using Open Critic, right? So I gotta fix my hat. Yeah, yeah, you should fix your hat. It Alex, looks... do you have any opening thoughts? Um, it can be anything. Uh, ever since I got the confirmation, I was gonna be here. You know, I uh, just been super excited about it. Is you know, I just mentally asking everyone like, what were your thoughts on the show? People that yeah. didn't play the game. Hmm. Because I I played through the game, every version of it, at least two times. Enthusiast. Okay. Supposed. Yeah. No. Myself. Yeah. I was that. That was like my first thing. I was like, I need to talk to someone that hasn't played this game, and I need to know what they think. I played up until, um, what is it? Uh, when they get to the capital mm. with my girlfriend, who's never seen the game. And the mm -hmm. whole time I was like, oh, the, that 
the house on fire. Look what it used to look like in 2013, <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's great. Did she watch the show? Yeah. Yeah. We watched it together. Did she like it? Yeah. Yeah. She nice. was scared. Scared. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's, oh yeah. You know, it won't get any scarier. Like, we can assure her of that at all. <laughs> it's all smooth sailing from here nothing I, scary i haven't really talked to anyone who hasn't seen it yet for their perspective so i'm interested if you guys do have who hasn't played the game sorry i'm interested to hear what you guys kind of have gathered uh from people because i am a huge fan it's easily in my top three or four favorite games of all time i didn't get part one because i thought it was like way too overpriced for like a game that was essentially just like a reskin of i mean i know i know it upgraded a lot i'm just i don't think it should have been a 70 dollars game i think we talked about that like at the time too when it was coming out um but i love the first one and i actually really like the second one too i think the second game was great um i think people were really harsh on certain elements of it but i don't really know why um and you said you agree no i said people were harsh on certain oh oh, yeah in other words like i don't know i it was emotionally heavy and it definitely was not a feel-good game not that the first one was either but at least you get a you know a finale in a way that like isn't completely dreary like the other one was but i don't know i thought it was a great game a great experience i was in the camp that they didn't need a last of us 2 i was kind of like why are we making a sequel like the game is kind of perfect as a standalone but I really liked it, and obviously there is going to be a third one, so, you know, I'm interested to see in what direction they take, but I liked Abby. I was in the minority of that, so, um, yeah, I thought Abby was great, and honestly, I read today that they're, you know, if the first season does well, they are probably going to make a a second season, Um, and how cool would it be to see Laura Bailey get the chance to play Abby, like, you know, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just think that, especially with all the hate she got and all that stuff um, earlier on. So, yeah, I, I I agree. Scrooge Champ just said in the comments the ending of The Last of Us 2 was perfect. I agree, for the record. I'm just saying it wasn't a feel-good ending. I think story-wise it was great. But it was, you know, the whole game is about, like, the, the harsh realities that that world is in. And there's no, like, you know, it's not like everything just suddenly gets okay in the end. So... Yeah, um, I'm really interested to hear what people think and to share my own thoughts on it. Um, But if we don't have any other opening thoughts, then I suppose it's only fair that we move into our new segment, Broaden Your Horizons. Um, This was Nicole's brainchild, so I'm going to let her sort of start things off. But to give a quick uh, overview of what the segment is, we we introduced it last week. It's essentially going to be like a gaming news segment. We're just going to catch up on relevant stories and topics in the world of gaming and occasionally other things because like we do talk about movies tv shows like we're talking about tv show today um obviously we're kind of like gaming first but we are germany's number 32 podcast in anime so there are certainly um things that is true by the way um there are certainly things that um that you know we will cover in this uh sort of like weekly news kind of check-in segment so nicole the uh ball is in your court my friend why don't you go ahead and uh and tell us about yeah. the news? This one, I think dropped today and it seems kind of important and relevant to just things in general um, but Microsoft announced massive layoffs, um, and it's I'm talking about it today just because it's extending to its video game divisions, um, including the developers of hit titles such as Starfield and Halo. So this is fun. Um, they did, I think, 10,000 jobs they're cutting, and they haven't even finished the acquisition of Activision Blizzard. So they don't have enough money to keep their staff, but they have that much, <laughs> that much money to buy Activision Blizzard. Um, But yeah, I pulled a quote from an article Jason Schreier wrote 
Um, the Xbox maker said Wednesday it's cutting 10,000 jobs as it seeks to reduce cost amid a broader economic slowdown. Some people at Bethesda Game Studios, makers of the upcoming Starfield, as well as 343 Industries, the company behind 2021's Halo Infinite, were affected, according to people familiar with the matter. Some of those who lost their jobs were veterans who had been with Xbox for more than a decade. Um, and then just to talk about Halo specifically, in an email to staff, 343 Industries studio head Pierre Heinz, uh, sure, that's his name. <laughs> so the company had, quote, made the difficult decision to restructure elements of our team, which means some roles are being eliminated. This he wrote that Lucy the studio James would continue supporting forward. Halo Infinite's multiplayer and live service elements. Yo, first takeaway from this is poor fucking Halo, man. That poor game. It never it never had a chance. <laughs> I am it very... It took them so long. So long. I don't even know. Is multiplayer out? No, they scrapped part of it, right? You uh, can't they... even play the campaign multiplayer. They the did. multiplayer's out. Yeah, uh, so I I think the like multiplayer, multiplayer, I don't know if the campaign multiplayer or couch co-op. I'm pretty sure they got rid of that. Yeah, they it's got rid not, of co-op. Yeah, it's not in there. So you guys that know this. Game, I've, I've talked about it before. Halo is easily my favorite. I have a whole Halo collect every single Halo game over here on the shelf. Um I'm a huge, huge fan of this in, in like everything. I love the the series. Um I think Halo 3 is generally one of the most fun, probably like the foundation for FPS in general. Um, and I was so excited for Infinite, and even to its credit, when it came out, um, my friends and I played a fuck ton of it. The multiplayer was wicked fun, and then the thing is, they just didn't support it for, like, six months. There were no new maps, there were no new updates, they did, like, one random event, um, and I felt like you had so much momentum, and people were just pumped and excited and into it, and then out of nowhere, it was just sort of like, well, you know, we're not doing anything with it, and then, obviously, the aforementioned delay of the multiplayer campaign and all the other things, and that game just, like, I don't know if it was staff turnover or I know the woman who had like headed the project at one point had left. And obviously now we're seeing other people leaving too. It feels like one of the bigger flops in this decade of gaming to really let that game's momentum and hype that it had die. Um, yeah. It just seems like making cuts like that to a game that you were hoping is still getting support. It just doesn't seem very likely when they make moves like that, but it's just kind of shitty overall that they're making that many cuts. Especially to, like, Bethesda when they have such a big title up, coming up and we know that they have other projects in the works. Um, and obviously it extends to the rest of Microsoft as a company, too, not just their game division. So that sucks. Yeah. Um, definitely a big disappointment there. But, I mean, in general, obviously it sucks for those people losing their jobs. I know it's not just their gaming division. I know it's pretty widespread across the company, That, but it's, it's still 10,000 people that are, you know, now without jobs. And obviously, you know, people are going to point out, I, I saw people going back and forth on Twitter, like PlayStation fans, Xbox fans, and it's sort of like, you know, annoying That's and cringy. And it's like, they did hire like 80,000 plus people in the past, like two or three years, I think it was. Like they they did create a lot of jobs and that's great. Like it is, but it doesn't take away from the fact that this is still 10,000 people losing their jobs. And obviously- the Activision thing, the acquisition, what they're paying for that. I mean, that's wild. Um, I get it. Like, it makes sense from a profit perspective, but it's just, a, I mean, it's the reality of corporations and stuff, right? Like, at the end of the day, you want people to give a shit about these people losing their jobs, but these corporations are embedded to have to make money for their stockholders above all else. So it sucks, and hopefully those people are able to find some quick turnarounds, but I can't say I'm shocked by it because, honestly, it... it it's kind of in line with what you, we've come to expect um, mm -hmm. nowadays. Um, I did have an interesting news note. I guess two. 
Um, there's actually a law firm investigating Blizzard and Diablo Immortal as a whole for false advertising. Um, not sure if anyone heard about this, but there was an update to this story today. Um, they're looking for players who purchase legendary gems in-game. They were sold in various in-game bundles, and they stated there was a 20% chance to do damage. There were a lot of different statistics involved the way they advertised it, uh, but the gem itself is actually not performing to that level, and they went back and changed the description later of, like, what it might do, but there had already been so many people that spent a lot of money on this, and, like, there was questions about how they were going to rectify it, what they were going to do. If you remember when Diablo Immortal first came out, like, early last year, there was, uh, people, I forget exactly, but it was certain gems you have to collect, or jewels, or whatever the fuck it was. You, people basically did the math, and you were having to spend, like, almost, like, ten twenty thousand dollars if you just wanted to keep doing like rng polls like the the amount of money they were asking people to put in was crazy and they were under a lot of fire for it because it was kind of predatory um so it's just another knock on diablo immortal which already has you know been labeled with some predatory uh business practices and players mm. are obviously wanting some compensation for that um of course avatar way of water which i still haven't seen not a game but a movie maybe a game coming out it will be a game smashing at the box office, um, sixth highest grossing movie of all time. It just surpassed Spider-Man uh, Far From Home, No Way Home, whatever the one was with the three uh, Spideys. Um, so interesting news on that front. And then, of course, I think the biggest gaming story of the week, not video game wise, anyone that plays Dungeons and Dragons, uh, you know, Wizards of the Coast, Dungeons and Dragons, Wizards of the Coast put out an announcement about monetizing their platform or monetizing content for people who make Dungeons and Dragons videos, um, this was a big thing. They basically said that they were going to be able to, you know, claim the IP and all of that, which, like, legally they have a right to do. They do own it. Um, but saying that they were going to take a percentage from content creators and try to control all these things, and it was... It sparked outrage in the community with, um, you know, a lot. you think about, like, Critical Role and a lot of big, like, you know, content creators who got big off of that and really saw a lot of growth from it, did a lot to bring D&D back into the space of, like, a lot of people talking about it, playing it. And uh, so obviously um, Wizards retracted that policy temporarily. And I think they're going to be like revising it or something. Um, but that was obviously huge news. I don't know if you heard about it or had any thoughts. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that one is interesting because there is a weird line between what they're allowed. I feel like they'd be allowed to copyright or not when it's people's own stories. Mm -hmm. I guess you could copyright the use of like their game mechanics and rules. But again, they're always changed in every single D&D group ever. So I don't know how they can say rolling two dice is our copyright. Like, I don't think they could do that using specific names and things from like um a pre-written story that they have sure like i listen to a live <laughs> action like they, they make up their own rules it's not really like it is it is a let's play but um the adventure zone and their first um season that they are known for and got wildly pop popular was based off of like the starting manual for DD that they give like the beginner story mm -hmm. so when they went to publish their work into they did graphic novels they changed everything so they probably were either proact being proactive about it or they knew that they couldn't publish and like make money off of something like that so in their even though in the podcast form all the terms and words are the same um their graphic novels came out and they had to change some character names and location names just to be original ideas um they did that a while ago but yeah it's still weird it's like a weird line about what i feel like they could copy it or not but hopefully they don't do that because that would be silly yeah, um, I'm going to say something a little unpopular. I actually don't think the outrage was warranted to the extent that it went. So 
I do think that they should definitely not go after smaller content creators and stuff. I find it to be kind of like like bullying and unnecessary. Um, but at the same time, as it pertains to their IPs, like, I don't know if you're familiar, they release a lot of, like, original stories, the figures, yeah. those types of things. I have no problem with them claiming, like, a percentage of royalties on those things that they do legally own and have for years and years never uh, really claimed anything on. And I think that where my biggest discrepancy came in was the percentage i think they were wanting like 25 percent of revenue over a 70 uh, over 750k which to me is way too high um but if you want to tell me that they want to claim 10 percent five seven percent i mean i don't know they're well within their right to do so and i think that it doesn't really impact too many people because if the three of us decided we wanted to get online or go hang out somewhere and play a game of dnd that doesn't change anything for us this is really talking about like people who are making a lot of money off of their products um, and I know it's a bit of a sensitive topic because some people are like, well, we've been doing this forever. And other people are like, I don't think you can really, you can't copyright D&D, right? Like you can't, I mean, you can, but you can't copyright like rolling for initiative and all this shit. Like you said, like, it's kind of the, these are mechanics and there's certainly ways around it. But at the end of the day, like they do have a right to do it. And while I think they deserve and have to embrace the backlash that they'll get, because it's essentially like, if I let you live in my house rent free, for 50 years and then i came to you on year 51 and was like hey you got to start paying rent like all right you've been like why now you know um and i think that might have more to do with the fact that there's a movie coming out that might have some hype from a mainstream audience maybe they're trying to get ahead of it because they're like hey we could be making money off of this and we're not so i don't know i think the outrage was a little bit over the top for me um people calling like the company evil and stuff i just think is just a stretch um, but I think there needs to be a line that's more fair to content creators while also allowing people the opportunity to like, you know, I don't know if you're going to profit off of something that I own and I want a small percentage of it. I don't know. I think that's just sort of the way I think that's, I think that's reasonable. Indeed. Any Alex, thoughts, anything to add? Um, well, that situation reminds me of, I don't know if you guys were like heavy into YouTube back in the day, but the fine bros. How they tried, they always did like the teens react, YouTubers react, those videos. They mm -hmm. tried to copyright react. <laughs> How'd that go for them? Because I'm unfamiliar with oh, that awful. scenario. This <laughs> it went so bad. Everyone hated them. <laughs> yeah. They got meme to oblivion. It was really, really dumb. And I think it's similar in a way. Um, but considering magic i mean wizards rather talking about like specific ip and their app i don't know you're never going to please everyone but i think that's yeah that is they did they, they tried to trademark the term react saying people couldn't make reaction videos and then as you can imagine it just created a, an absolute explosion that backfired for them and i don't know that they've ever fully recovered since like they were no. well liked as a as a a channel and I'm sure they still have a lot of followers now and, and whatnot. They might I'm pretty sure I'm still subscribed to them. A TV show. <laughs> Didn't they have a TV show at one point? Uh, they they had might have had like a YouTube Red deal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. But For some reason, I thought they did. Like all the former like teens, like the teen React kids, they're like, yeah, they would like they would curate what you say and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, they, it wasn't, like, a good company to work for. Oh, that wasn't, like, genuine? I didn't know that. They, like, like... No. Oh, 
I did not know that, actually. That's interesting. If you, like, if they, they were like, oh, yeah, if you said something they didn't like, they just, like, didn't use you. Huh. I did not know that. Well, that, that sort of, I guess, pulls back the curtain a little bit on, like, what's genuine and what's not. I mean, I guess it's the internet, so at the end of the day, how much of it really yeah. is, is all legit, but, yeah. Uh, Isaac said it was on the same channel as the Practical Jokers. Impractical Jokers. No, 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 no the Practical ones. They're great. Oh, we do have sub badges now, don't we? I didn't notice that. Ta -da! We have sub badges. Thanks to Nicole. That's awesome. Channel points are coming soon. I added some channel point things. Not mm -hmm. much is ap applicable to a live podcast, but you know. <laughs> no, but maybe we can find a way to incorporate that more going forward. Uh, the badges do look good. The show was impractical, Jokers, Isaac. That's why we were having a bit That's of a laugh at your expense. No, I know. he. I think he was um, a misunderstood why we were... I. It's one of my favorite shows, although it hasn't Practical Jokers sounds like a terrible time. Impractical <laughs> Jokers sounds <laughs> yeah, it's great. Just really boring jokes. Really practical. I Remember love when we went to... Uh... <laughs> Do. Yeah, you know, you know exactly where I'm going with this one. Alex and I attempted to do a practical jokers in real life. Really? Without cameras yep. or any Without equipment. Cameras. <laughs> oh. Or okay. mics or anything. Just for the our only, The only thing I remember doing was standing way too close to a couple for way too long. Just like standing right next to You guys me. had me we were in Central Park and you guys had me go over to this couple that was basically making out and I would just sit there and just <laughs> just and then they uh, they left <laughs> just walked <laughs> away they were smiling and then they yeah yeah they just they just left uh just left. yeah alex also um or maybe we all did but i'm pretty sure it was alex's fault we almost got kicked out of like versace or gucci or something we weren't doing anything wrong we were honestly just browsing but we looked like teenagers that were gonna like rob their store i guess so they had security <laughs> following us around. We were just browsing. Huh. I did. Walmart once for I did me. contemplate stealing a Versace beanie, but you didn't. I didn't because I was like, "There's like six floors. <laughs> uh, there's where we're in, like it was basically like Times Square, right? Yeah, there's we cops it was on like the that, street. There, there's like a strip of fancy stores in New York. I'm sure it has a name. I just don't know what it's called. Yeah. It's like. The Diamond District or something crazy like that. Oh, that sounds like a strip club area. I got yeah. I got a nice picture out of it though. So you cool. did. All right. So our main segment, Brayden, are we doing that now? Yes, of course we are going to pivot. Um, again, unless there was any other news that needed to be introduced, so we've got uh, nope. The Last of Us HBO Max. It is it yeah. premiered. Um, I do want to see, like I said, I want to start with our spoiler-free impressions. Um, obviously not talking about anything from the game, anything from the first episode, I would say, is on the table. I don't know why you would listen to this <laughs> episode if you don't want to hear about the first episode of the show. Um, but Alex, would you want to start, since you're our guest, and tell us your spoiler-free impressions on episode one? Oh, jeez. My spoiler-free impressions. It's gas. Watch it. It's so good. You won't regret it. It's so that good. True. It's kind of scary and intense at the beginning. A mm. little bit. Not really. But do it, dude. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> Great. Can I swear? Yeah, you can no, swear. No, but you did now, so we're going to have to edit that out. No, I'm just kidding. You're okay. <laughs> Don't be a bitch, dude. Boobs. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. She's going to watch this. I hope she does. That'd be great. Yeah, like, you told us before the show that you don't. So I hope yeah. at least someone does. <laughs> 
Well, you Hi. gained two viewers because I'm on, so just keep that in mind. Okay, I'm pretty sure my dad um, sometimes when he watches puts it on like three different monitors in his house, so we get three extra viewers. So that's <laughs> that's dedication right there. Isaac, I did not anyway. delete your messages. I'm also not sure why. I did because why? he's being an ass in the chat. Um, would the, you like to? I, the go game's next been out for him? two years now at this point. I just said we're doing spoiler-free impressions, and other people of the show, could be right? watching. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, why right. would we talk about spoilers in the game that are going to spoil the show? Why would we do that? It's kind of the same story. So. Yeah, I suppose that's. Um, yeah, but fair. we're talking. It, it is the same story. So if you tell a spoiler for the game, you're telling a spoiler for the show, and people well. might wondering if they want to watch the show and haven't played the game fair enough anyway all right sorry so you liked it look, look three people left after that they saw a spoiler and was like i'm out of here no nice. one left we have the same number of viewers it changed i'm telling you <laughs> we have three people left and three jumped in quick i have look davy waving the trap not played the game honestly no shit so why don't you two be nice people and respect the spoiler free conversation we're having for two minutes thank you all right yeah i mean the game's been out since 2012 at this point i think you're on your own but yeah go go ahead so uh so alex you said you're a big fan you've played all the games um i'm curious did you have expectations going in like where you felt a certain way how it was gonna be i was incredibly nervous because right. it is my favorite game of all time and I saw what they did with Halo. Uh, not the best, kind of. No. I was just hoping. My, my boy Pedro hasn't let me down so far. Any Anything he's in, fire. That so. is facts. It's the year of Pedro Pascal. Hey, he uh, was in that movie with Nicolas Cage last year, uh, Extraordinary Weight of Massive Talent, which was a fucking fantastic film. I didn't Highly see recommend. That. Really, really good movie. But I don't think I've ever really seen him do anything bad. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. the only, I think the only bad movie he was in was Wonder Woman 2. And he killed it, though. Like, his character yeah, that was, the was only insane, highlight of it. but he was... fucking killed it. I could not believe when I saw that man, the way they made him one look and two talk. I was like, this is not Pedro. There ain't no way. He's, yeah, great actor. Great range. Okay. Yeah, no, I was I was just super, uh, I don't know. I wanted it to be really good. I wanted to be as, uh, I wanted to feel the same way as I feel about the game. And so far after that first episode, I'm right there. It's on par. Yeah. It's so good. Like, there's really only two complaints I have on it, and I'll talk about that when we get into the spoiler part. But they're honestly not a big deal. Mm. I, I I vented to Nicole about it on Twitter. I think about one part, uh, timeline wise. I think. Yeah, I think but so. like. Not a big deal, but yeah, they everything like the QZ look as does you know it does in the game, and it's fantastic for sure. Cool, Nicole. How about right, you? Mine, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I echo pretty much everything Alex is saying. I was super impressed. I mean, I already had 
the highest of high expectations just because I knew what story we could be getting. And then the fact HBO took it on, was giving it its prime time Game of Thrones spot. I think the budget was higher than Game of Thrones. Um, so yeah, I had high expectations for it. And I, I mean, they, they could have sucked. Like I said, we've seen some adaptations go horribly wrong, but we've been getting some pretty good ones lately with like Sonic and Cyberpunk, all that stuff. They've been getting some good adaptations and Last of Us fucking nailed it so far. I think I put uh, like a baby review on my Twitter too, but it is so clearly a love letter to the fans. Like they made this with fans in mind. But it's also a great starting point for somebody that hasn't played the game. It is a standalone story. You're not going to be missing anything if you haven't played the game. They're telling you the story from beginning to end through the show. So you can watch it and still find it super impactful um, and still get near the same experience that you would have got playing the game. I obviously think that there's some differences playing the game yourself as far as like tension and jump scares and emotions just because you're making choice like you're not making choices but you're acting out those choices yourself when you're playing the game so it it feels a little bit different but i still think like those main story and emotional beats are still going to hit the same way for people watching the show um but yeah i think i think they nailed it there's so much that's one for one with the game um visually some of the words and like the fucking casting choices fantastic Bella Ramsey is going to be a great Ellie, especially going back and playing the game again. There's times where she sounds just like Ashley's Ellie. Um, Pedro is great. Like I had no doubt that Pedro wasn't going to kill it, and he does. Um, Bella Ramsey, I think everyone judged her super hard because she doesn't look exactly like Ellie, but like the only, the only thing Joel and Pedro have in common is that like they're tall men with beards, like. They don't really look that similar either, so I think people aren't necessarily harsh, but she's killed it from what we've seen so far. Tess's actress was great. Um, and then even Marlene. Marlene's actually the only actress that they got from the game that plays the same role, um, and she was great too. So yeah, I think everyone should watch it if they've played the game or if they have not, because they nailed that first episode. They really set it up for what's coming. Yeah, um, so I'll say, similarly, I was a bit nervous going in. I thought the show was going to be kind of solid, but I was I was a little nervous about whether or not they'd hit all the right notes, uh, and whether or not they'd stay true and faithful to the show, uh, the game, sorry, as a whole. And I have to say, I think they did a really solid job. I was cautiously optimistic. I, I was, you know, I didn't think the casting for Ellie was, like, the best, I wasn't, like, against it or anything else. I just thought, you know, I the actress who... I don't remember the name, the girl who actually did the motion cap and everything for Ashley her. Johnson. Ashley Johnson. Yeah, like, I, it would have been cool to see to see her, but I also think that the girl who, who plays Ellie is... She she did... Every, everything she did was great. I had Ashley no Ashley Johnson's a tall, blonde, older woman. I don't think you want to see her play Ellie. <laughs> She's the one who... No, who's the one that... There is no girl that plays Ellie. It was always, like... For some reason, I thought they used a face likeness. Well, maybe I maybe I misunderstood. Maybe they it. did. No, if you look up Ashley Johnson, you can see Ellie in her face. Oh, okay. Well, I'll take a quick. I'll take a quick gander. But um, and same thing. Like the guy that plays Joel looks nothing like him. Troy Baker. Is it Troy Baker? I I have the right name, right? I think so. Yeah, he was in the first episode. He had a short. Yeah, Troy Baker. Yeah, you can I see watched... that. Yeah, you can see it a little. Yeah. And Troy's just, like, another average tall guy <laughs> with a beard. Yeah. All right. Well, fair enough. I mean, either way, I, I was very 
pleasantly surprised um mm -hmm. as a whole i thought the show was good um i thought they did a really solid job so i was yeah i was i was happy i'm excited i have a couple of minor nuanced things i want to express but i also have a couple of things that uh I don't remember from the game and I don't know whether or not I'm just misremembering because of how long it's been or what. So yeah, there's some stuff I'd like to dive into when we get into our spot, but overall thumbs up. I do recommend, um, it was really good. Even if you're not a fan of the last of us, actually, I, again, if you are not a fan and you watch it a little bit more intrigued to know what your thoughts might be. So. Yep. All right. I'm going to put a spoiler warning into the chat now, just so people know that are watching. Um, and I'll just say our spoiler warning covers literally anything. If you don't want to hear about the game, you don't want to hear about The Last of Us 2, you don't want to hear about the DLC Left Behind, you don't want to hear about anything to do with The Last of Us, I advise you to stop listening now. Feel free to come back. Alright. So... I think that's enough time. <laughs> Alex, um, you know, you're the guest, you're the self-proclaimed expert as well. Um... You said you had some thoughts that get into the spoiler territory, so lay them on us. Alright, the first one. When I was watching The Girlfriend, she was like, what year is it supposed to be? I was like, oh, 2013. You know, because in the game, that's what the year it is. And she was like, the music they're listening to and like the technology doesn't look like that. I was like, eh, they're in Texas, you know. It's, you know, hmm. it's gonna be them. And then she was like, no, because like the music was on the radio. And then I looked it up and I was like, oh, it's supposed to be 2003? Yeah. Uh, well, they then, did that so that they're in our current day. So it's like 2023. I, I know. And so the director did that because he wanted to feel like it was happening now. Mm. But time basically froze in 2003. So like... You know what I mean? Like yeah. the, True. the like everything, yeah. all the looks are gonna be from that time, so it's gonna feel less like how ha like like it's happening now. That makes sense. Yeah, makes that was that was just the the only I was like, it doesn't make sense to me, but whatever, it doesn't really matter. And then what was the other? Oh, the the tendrils. Yeah, Fucking I didn't remember that either. That's, that's that's not that wasn't in the new. game. Okay, okay, I couldn't. It's remember supposed that. to replace the spores, right? Mm, so I was my. like, yeah, people were fucking flipping out, and I was like, I'm like, I don't get what the big deal is. Like, I don't like, I get it because there, there's some like important scenes or like important things in the game that happen because they need to wear masks. Um, but after seeing the tendrils, they're worse in a better way. Like that shit was fucking nasty. Yeah, I was were. all set. All set. I was like, uh, nope. I don't know how that would replace spores, though. Because, like, <laughs> like, in the, like, in the second game, when Ellie's hunting people down in the hospital, well, uh, yeah, yeah, in the hospital, the girl's choking to death from the spores, and Ellie's like, you know, nothing's happening. So, it's, it's just, it, I don't know. And yeah, I, I Man think we'll Mandalorian showed us that you don't have to show the main actor's face for it to be a good show. Listen, 
people want to see Joel's face, though. <laughs> it, it, it would be different if this was a new thing, but you can't but they cover have, their they, face the whole time. They have gas masks where it's a clear shield. Yeah, but they also aren't having Pedro crouch for the entire game, which or show, which I thought was funny. They're like, 55-year-old men can't crouch for more than, like, five minutes at a time, so he's going to be crouching a lot less than I do in my game, where I'm literally crouched the entire time, because I'm yeah. not trying to fucking alert anything to my presence. I think in the upcoming episodes, we'll see more how they swapped out spores, because there's some, yeah. like, pretty... I don't know, like... I've... The reason that they explained it away made a lot of sense. They're like, if the transmission was through spores, people would be wearing their masks literally all the time. I was playing the game, like, and I'm, like, going through abandoned buildings and going into sewers, and Joel's just jumping in there. Like, hell no. If that was real life, you'd be, you'd have your mask on anytime you went somewhere you, you had, you didn't know where you were going. If that was the one thing that was going to kill you. Um, but then, to touche that, you would think people would wear their masks if they need to living in our current world in real life you know that's not the case so. I, was, I said that to my roommate last night i was like imagine if this happened nowadays be like i'm not wearing my rats i ain't gonna become a like like zombies aren't real like i do feel like it's an interesting parallel to think about what that would be like is, yeah no so wonder the pandemic it makes sense that they can't go with the mask group because we all know that people wouldn't follow that anyway but i think yeah if they're going with tendrils i wonder to what extent these tendrils can operate on their own like if you're just like walking somewhere if like one can like slither and like grab you i don't know what they're gonna do i um, think besides just like a zombie biting for infection from what i think i've read this on twitter they got the idea from tendrils from a unused voice line where they hmm. said tendrils you gotta be careful of them they can like reach out and like snap your arm and stuff like that so i think there's gonna be bigger ones ew Probably yes. an ew. Yeah. The um, scene downstairs yeah. in the basement when he's like up on the wall or the guys up on the wall. It was just like, oh god, I don't remember that from the game. Like that. That's that's more in there. Like the ones that are like you find a few bodies that are just, yeah. especially the wall one. You know how many jump scares I got? I literally was watching this show. I'm like, that motherfucker's gonna come alive <laughs> in the second game. In the second game. Yeah, he's yep. got me. I'm like, oh, he's dead. I, and you get close enough, and he like rips off the, his the wall and fucking. Oh, I would, God. I would, I would stare. I would stare at the walls and be like, that's a person, and I would shoot at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you gotta give him the double tap. You can't be too sure. Um. So yeah, that that got me on my edge of my seat. I was like, that dude's alive. Don't trust it. Um. Yeah, that yeah, the tendrils are fucking nasty. But I hear that they're so this time they're basing it on the cordyceps infection, which is a real thing. Um, I actually saw someone tweet a like nature documentary about how it um works for ants and stuff because it's a real thing and it it's gross. Hmm. Like that's what they based the it, game off of. Yeah, that's what I mean. But like, I think they also were going with that. Like that, it's not a spore infection in real life. It is just like the the tendrils and like the mushroom gross fungus um so i think they were trying to like keep it along those lines too but yeah that it's on my twitter and it's a really gross video to watch but it is kind of cool and also terrifying that that exists so i think is that the only things alex huh i said was that the only two things uh yeah uh the only two like i guess complaints yeah um the stuff that wasn't in the game and that's new to the show 
was cool. Like the plane crashing instead of okay. the bus. That that's just my so question. Funny. I was going to ask if the I couldn't remember the plane crash happening at all in the game, and I was like, maybe I'm just misremembering. But you're telling me it didn't happen. Oh, it looks really cool. Yeah. So in the game, you act they get t-boned by the truck, which is in the show. So like yeah. game watchers are like, oh, here it comes, and mm. the car stops and doesn't hit it, and then yeah, the yeah. plane falls out of the sky, the which is plane, really the cool. wheel. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so. Um, and then I was curious. The, the whole day I was curious, I was just thinking, I was like, how are they going to create that emotional attachment to Sarah? Because you play as her for the first however many minutes, and I don't know, I don't know about you guys or anyone else, but I get super immersed in things, and especially if I'm controlling a character, it's easy to get immersed, and you, all of a sudden, that just, that, that, it's just gone. It, crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first time you fucking play it. Oh my god. And then I like how they spent the whole day with her. And throughout the day, like in the background, you can hear stuff on the news about stuff going on and all the, the SWAT cars going past the clocks, uh, the watch repair place. And then the neighbors. Oh god. I was, I was like, where are they going with this one? What are, what are they doing with this? In the background, you see the grandma just. <laughs> so I was like, uh, it was out of that's straight out of a horror movie. I uh, <laughs> my girlfriend's called up. And I was like, yo, get in front of me, bro. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to look. She's gonna, she's gonna bug out. Yeah, yeah, I I think spending the day with Sour was really cool just to give us more time before the initial outbreak and then also to care about Sarah more. Um, Yeah, in the game, it is still the Adlers that the Adlers, the old guy fucking runs through their sliding glass door and Joel has to, I'm pretty sure, like kill him to protect Sarah and then they leave. But yeah, the way they did it this time was very cool because like Sarah's alone, don't know where Joel is. She's going to check on like the nice elderly couple that she was with earlier, yeah. um, and they're dead. <laughs> Fucking grandma's lost her absolute mind, and that's where you first see the tendrils. This I don't know. It looks like yeah, just, I don't even know how it. I wouldn't even call them tendrils. Like the way they made it look, it was just nasty. It just yeah. looked like hair. That might like. not be the tendrils. That's true. It might not be, which is ter- a terrifying thought. Absolutely. I, um, playing The Last of Us for the first time, which was, I don't know, I played it in, like, 2017, and, uh, when the part with Sarah happens, the beginning, I was fucking shook, man. I don't get, like, super emotional playing video games or anything, but I, I had never played the game, I didn't know anything about it, I didn't know what to expect, I was just like, man, and now I'm just like, I'm sorry, you're starting the game this way? Like, your whole, like, your, I mean, you're... It was just, it was so jarring for a video game to get that kind of emotional reaction out of me. And I think I streamed it actually on YouTube when I was playing it. And I probably, the video out there, I think I just sat there for like two minutes staring silently at the screen. Like, what the fuck just happened? Like, what do you mean? In the movie or the show, rather, I thought it was really cool that they like expanded upon Sarah a little bit more because they, they showed us who she is. Joel kind of seemed a little more distant than I remember him seeming in the games with her, which is interesting. But I mean, it's, you know, I like to, to see the different perspective. Obviously, you can see that he loves her and everything, but I don't, I don't remember. I don't remember the scene with Tommy being in jail being in the game either. Was that in the game? No. no. Okay, okay. So 
if you guys aren't familiar, Tommy calls Joel and says he's in jail. It's like 2 a.m. That's why Joel has to leave. So Sarah's at home by herself and she wakes up with the sirens and everything going overboard. And then it's just, you know, goes from there. That opening like 30, 40 minutes, I, I almost wanted to see a little bit more of that. But like I knew I couldn't, right? Because you know that it's finite. You know Sarah's not going to survive. Um, but it was still really hard to watch. Like I knew it was going to happen. I texted Nicole yesterday when I was watching and I said, I know what's about to happen, but I'm not mentally ready for it. Um, it was very sad. It did not hit me the same way as the game did though. Like it was sad and I, I thought it was really, really well done, but I don't know. I feel like in the game and Alex, you can tell me if I'm wrong when she gets shot. It's not, is it like, do they both fall to the ground? Is it like left to the imagination? Or do you see a different angle of that? Am I misremembering? Uh, he he kind of turns yeah. and tries to run away. And she gets. And he he gets grazed, which yeah. they show in the, what they, they show on the show. Yeah. Uh, and they both fall down the hill. Yeah. And Tommy it's goes up to him. Bow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I remember that. And... Yeah, the Tommy thing I remember. I, you like that. The, was... the live action I feel like um, someone I watched it with also said that it didn't hit them the same. I'm like, well, you know what's going to happen. I feel like when you don't know what's going to happen, yeah. it's going to be more emotional. Yeah. I still found the scene in the show really emotional just because, I don't know, I always think it's different. Video games are getting super realistic and lifelike, but there's obviously something different as far as um, the connection you can make and the empathy you feel for live action, like real people and like real tears. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Pedro fucking, I think, I don't know, I think the way he acted that scene and like the way he screamed for Tommy, like, oh, chills. Um, but yeah, the game still does a very good job too. Like I said, they're, they're pretty similar, but I don't know. There's something about it being live action that I was still like, yeah, this, this fucking sucks. This is sad. She made the scene so good too. Mm-hmm. She, did, yeah. that, it obviously it didn't hit the same. I knew it was going to happen. I was watching. I was like, damn, that's crazy. Yeah. And it's also just a really good end. I think that was where the the first... So they actually made this into one long episode, which I'm so glad they did, because you don't really get that much in the first one. And I think for new people, they would have been like, oh, like, okay. I mean, ending on a death like that still would have been cool, but, like, what does that really mean to a new person watching? Yeah. Um. So I'm glad they did that, but I don't even know where I was going with that comment. So you guys can proceed with your conversation. I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I was talking about besides them making that into two... Uh, two oh, that's what I was going to say. Sorry. They end on like that really morbid note of Fedra or the millets, the U.S. military at the time killing two uninfected humans just because it'd be easier to dispose of them then than like deal with them. And I think that's just like a very big note of foreshadowing on what their future is going to look like with Fedra, which is like our FEMA takeover and how they decide to like run the country after everything's gone to absolute shit. Yeah, um... That scene with the little girl when she's, like, sitting in the chair and, and they, like... I thought that was Ellie at first. I was like, oh, maybe yeah. they're showing how Ellie came to be. I don't know if anyone else thought that. I did. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, I'm so like- that's Ellie. And then and then you obviously see that it's very much not Ellie. Um, But I was like, oh, and then they just kill the girl? Like, I don't even know if she, she looked like she might have been infected. But in my brain, I'm like, well, if that's Ellie, she's clearly not infected. You know what I mean? So Quite confident that was a little boy, but no. sure. That was a girl. Sure. That was a boy. Was it, it a, was boy? a boy? It was a boy. Yeah. Like I thought that was. And they sh- they showed the the red screen on the scanner behind him. Yeah. Yeah, that was my. Th- yeah. All right. Fair as, enough. As soon as I saw, as soon as like they took that kid inside, I was like, he's infected. And then as soon as they showed 
like Joel and I thought that was Tess at first working with him but as soon as I showed Joel like their own bodies I was like they're dumping the little boy's body I was like that's not medicine it's like they're killing yeah. this kid I was like damn when, yeah, I, when, nice I, when, I, when I saw that scene I was like gas that's fine <laughs> That it's fine because it's not that's not in the game, but it's not it makes game. it that makes it because you have to imagine that was happening though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, they do a lot more world building in this, which I like a lot. Obviously, I said like an, this isn't a criticism of the game at all. Like the game, you don't want to be spending at least in like an action adventure game. You obviously want to be doing more stuff, so they can't spend a bunch of time giving you cutscenes and like random backstory because at that point you're gonna have a wicked long game and it'll take might take away from the experience but in a show they do have the time to do that so like you get more world building there um you get to see more of joel like he doesn't you it's insinuated the type of things that he does for money but you don't see him deal drugs like that in the show um or do any like you hear that he yeah in the game you hear that he does like shipments and like move stuff whatever for money but they show him doing that with somebody, and then they also show more of Tess and Joel's relationship. So I think it's pretty... I don't know. I didn't think it was up for debate in the game that they're, like, more than just friends. <laughs> but you see more of, like, their their intimate, like, partnership that they have in the show, which I appreciated. Because they're clearly, like, they clearly mean a lot to each other, even in the game, whether it was, like, romantic or not. Yeah. I didn't really... I never really cared for Tess in the game, to be honest with you. But that was just... I just... She was all right. I just didn't really, I mean, it didn't hit for me the same, but in the show, I mean, she starts off, you know, quite a likable character and, uh, I'm interested to see where they go with that. I mean, obviously we know where it'll go. I think, I don't think they're going to veer off in any kind of crazy, uh, direction, but yeah, the, the kind of showing what it's like inside Fedra, the whole bribery thing and all of that, you know, with the, the guard that Joel's able to, and you see that guy's like also also a piece of shit like you know so it's just it's very much like a kind of a harsh grim reality but at the same time it's like well you know i don't know yeah, everyone's be... doing what they can to survive <laughs> pretty much yeah i don't think it'd be that far off if something like that were to happen in like in, in real life i mean that's kind of the the sad nature and the whole series has always been more about the humans and how they act when this thing when these things happen than it had than right. the zombies right the zombies are kind of just like a you know a backdrop to move the plot along if you will mm-hmm. yeah they give um they give more look at the fireflies too in the game you know that the fireflies are there you hear joel talk about them but you don't really get to see much more about that until like later in the game. So uh, I think it was cool to see um, like the Fireflies headquarters. You get to see Marlene talk to some of like the other members um, and you get to see Marlene talk with Ellie, which you don't get in the game. The game, you only get to see Marlene and Ellie when you go. And um, I just played it and I already forgot what happens. <laughs> Pretty much the same thing though. <laughs> like you, uh, Marlene's like, you need to take her. And they're like, okay, fine, whatever. And it's pretty much that same thing oh no yeah you know in the game uh they go and they take care of the guy that screwed them over and then they somehow end up at the fireflies place <laughs> don't don't remember that part but yeah you, you get to see more of the fireflies and really like feel more of the dynamic between the fireflies and fedra and like what they're both fighting for yeah and i thought they did a really good job setting that up and you don't really see much of marlene either early on beyond like in terms of her interacting with the other fireflies 
so that was kind of a nice you know a nice way to get a little bit more um another look at that and sort of establish the characters that will obviously be more important later so. yeah did you play uh left behind me the dlc yeah no no, I did Interesting. not. Is that is that the one where uh, Ellie meets a significant other that people on the internet got all crazy tilted about for no reason? It's it's a prequel, but they mention it in episode one of the show. Um, that's Riley. Ellie, I think, yeah, because uh, Marlene's or Ellie says something like, "Oh, like something about terrorists," and Marlene's like, "Was Riley a terrorist?" Yeah, because Ellie's calling the fire the Fireflies terrorists. Because that's she, that. I was so hyped. Yeah, she's she's grown up in the Fedra military camp. Whether she wants to be there or not, clearly she doesn't care. But that's why she's a bad bitch and can kind of hold her own. Um, but yeah, Marlene drops Riley's name, and I was like, oh, because that does not happen. You don't really get to hear much of that. But yeah, Mar- it happened almost like right before the Fireflies get Ellie. So they're gonna sprinkle in Left Behind in the show. It seems just like from the previews and stuff. So. We won't talk about that since that'll be your first time seeing those events. Yeah, is that that's I thought that because that was a DLC on the original, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I haven't played it. I mean, Very obviously, good. I don't know too much about it, but the timeline for that is when Joel is sick. Oh right, well, yeah. So it's, it's like a flashback, right? And it's a flashback. It flashes between present and past. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, during winter, so like when Joel's sick and you, do you play as Ellie in the first game? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So when it's winter, you play as Ellie. There's that's when the last like the the DLC takes place. So it kind of flashes back, and uh, you get to see those events. Okay. But it is quite important, especially to like Ellie's story and everything. So if you don't play it beforehand, it'll be cool for you to see. All right. I will have yeah. to check it out then. At this point, I'll just wait because now I don't know. So maybe they'll be relevant. Well. Maybe I think relevant. I think they remade uh, the DLC in part one. Yeah, it's included. I was like, ooh, yeah. Hey, so it just, is it, it's, it just falls into like the normal timeline of the game. Is that kind of how? It no, it's a separate. It's a separate. Oh, okay, okay. I didn't know if they put it. All right. I wonder if they put it in there. Oh, you played it, so you would know. Never mind. I was like, I wonder if they like put it in where it belonged, but they don't. No, you would have to select it. Yeah, I think menu. it's cool learning what happens to like what happened to Ellie after the fact. Yeah, because it gives like it fills in a, a big gap. Um, I thought you said it was you a guys... prequel. It is a prequel. It, I mean, like, it explains certain things. Okay. Yeah, okay. it explains like why Ellie is the way she is for the most part. Kind of. Yeah, <laughs> we can't really talk about it, but. Um, did you guys hear the flower theory? Flower theory? Yeah. F-L-O-U-R. Oh, no. You didn't? No. So Not that I heard the obviously... other flower spelling theory. Either, but... <laughs> it's, I mean, it's not really a theory, but someone pointed it out and it's like being talked about online and it's, people are pretty sure what it is, like how the infection starts in the first place. So they're obviously taught, you hear on the radio, they're talking about Jakarta. Um, and that happens to be where the largest like flower mill in the world is um and on top of that ellie and joel are supposed to have pancakes they don't have pancake mix they never eat it she's supposed to make cookies with the adlers she doesn't like raisin cookies so she doesn't end up eating the cookies joel forgets his birthday cake they can't have cake all of these things have flour in it and that's where the contamination started so that's how everyone got infected the flour was contaminated 
It's a very it's a very interesting thing, and it just so happens all of these things line up in the first episode that they don't eat any flour-based products and that they're talking about Jakarta, which is where the world's like largest flour mill is. And in the game they talk about crops being contaminated, which is how it even like begins to spread in the first place. Hmm. I did yeah. not hear that, but it makes sense. Alex, did you see that? I didn't, no. I was just thinking I was just thinking to myself, like well, that doesn't necessarily line up with the second game because Patient Zero was in Seattle. Mm-hmm. But that could have just been Patient Zero in the U.S., so. Yeah, I think it's The Last of Us Indonesia's Jakarta flour mill, the focus for the latest infection theory, um, started in, uh, maybe it is the U.S. Yeah, or someone said it might just be different than the other thing. Yeah, Sour has no flour. Both Sarah and Joel refuse the biscuits offered to them by the neighbor. Oh, yeah, I forgot about the biscuits. Joel actually. claims to be on the Atkins diet, which I don't really think he is, but you just so happen to avoid flour, like carbo-based things when you're on the Atkins diet. Sarah doesn't eat the cookies. Joel forgets to buy the cake. And then, yeah, the big kicker here is the radio station, which reports on the initial health crisis. The beginning of the cordyceps infection claims the crisis began in Jakarta, Indonesia. Um, and it has the largest flour mill in the world, both in terms of size and capacity. I just think it's like, that's like pretty cool. Cause like in the game, it does say that it's first started because of like crop contamination. Um, and it's just like every, they really put a lot of details in the first episode if that's what they were going for, as far as them conveniently yeah, not getting to eat any flour based foods. They didn't really talk about how it started. They kind of just said, like said that, oh, crop contamination. Yeah. They didn't go into detail. They're yeah. like, yeah, this happened, but, you know, let's just continue yeah. on. I just meant in the game, there's a newspaper that you read in the beginning. Like, I yeah. I just replayed it, and there's a thing, and, like, it gets cut off, but it, like, mentions It's lore, that. yeah. I love the lore. But, yeah, that was just a cool thing I saw. And someone, another thing that someone pointed out is, like, the show creator in an interview is like, oh, yeah, like, I left some breadcrumbs about that. Bread? <laughs> yeah, it's, that's, yeah, that might be nothing, but I thought that was funny. I was just like, well, he could have been literally like, I left some breadcrumbs about how the infection started. <laughs> he definitely had that line planned out. Oh, he's you like, know oh, it. I, I, he's he like, was like, please he was ask like, yeah. me. Please ask me. <laughs> he's like, please ask me about the infection. I've planted all of these seeds. <laughs> I yeah. thought it was interesting that they had the old lady felt very Resident Evil 7-esque. Remember the old lady, the grandma? Yeah. Oh, I did. Creepy. I hated her, too. It was just like, are they just putting this person in here because, like, you know, they just want you to... I don't know. I thought that was interesting. I think it makes it scarier. Because yeah. it's the old lady, it makes it fully fucking scarier for yeah, me. Yeah, old, old ladies just make everything scarier in horror movies. You know what? Old people are scary, and they should just be put down, because we don't want scary things around. I don't endorse that take, but what I will say is I would like to see a horror movie where the old lady is, like, the main character, and she has to, like, fight the monsters, you know? Get out of there, you fucking... You know, I don't know. I'd like to see a different approach. I think we yeah. typecast too many elderly women as the, you know, we're going to get possessed and suddenly be able to move at the speed of sound. How about they just fucking work out a lot and they're fucking shotgunning away. There's a granny in a wheelchair fighting it. zombies. Like, that'd be cool. Well, there's the set that, uh, what is it, Violent Night? Great movie. No oh, lady in a wheelchair. I gotta watch though. that. Great film. Don't yeah, believe there were any grandmas that. in that one. Oh, there was a grandma, but she didn't fight anyone. 
I'm talking <laughs> twisted metal style, like you strap some turrets onto the grandma's wheelchair and she rolls around and it's just That'd be great. I'm just saying. Yeah, when uh I saw a post earlier that was like when you watch The Last of Us for the first time and the only zombies you're used to are like the Walking Dead. And then they see the motherfucker in the beginning that, like, gets up and, like, fucking sprints after him. And he's doing, like, parkour in the diner. Yeah, like, that was nuts. Scary. That was nuts. You didn't see that in the game. They were just kind of, like, flailing, running yeah. normally. They're not, like, fully sprinting. Like, thank That's God. That's a fresh they... infection. Also, Joel just left the door open. He left the door That's... right open. I said, what the yeah. fuck are you doing, yeah. man? He walks right in carrying Sarah, leaves the door open. That, yeah. that 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 guy was going through that door. And then that guy comically... Sl- I know it was supposed to be, like, craziness in the scene of the moment, but I kind of laughed when the guy bursts in, and then he just, like, slips on the floor, shit. and I'm yeah. like, someone could just add, like, like fucking Three Stooges music to the background of this. Like, or Mario yeah. banana. Like, I was like, that's really funny. But, no, I mean, it was, yeah. it was good at, at capturing that, and I thought that... Excuse the yard. Sorry, I thought that that was just an absolutely great first chapter, and uh, I think they did a great job with the game, like with the, with staying faithful to the game, but also adding a few elements of like difference. So, as so as to say, like those of us who love the games, there's Easter eggs in there for us. There's differences in there for us that are staying faithful to what we like, but are also making it so it's worth our time to watch the show beyond just watching it because we want to see our live-action adaptation of whatever, you know? Mm. So Yeah, I like I like the comparison people were making about, like, the differences between, the differences between Sarah and Ellie. Like, Sarah is, like, absolutely mortified, which she should be. It's not a world that she grew up in. She's grown up in yeah. a safe world. Um, but... Uh, she, I think she sees another, like, side of her dad, like, but he fucking, like, runs over, I'm pretty sure, like, a healthy person when they're leaving their house, and the person in the she's like, Joel, what the fuck? I mean, what's he, he fucking just mowed someone down, and then, yeah, and then, like, the family that's asking for help, and Tommy mm. wants to pull over, and Joel's like, like, no, like, keep going, what the fuck are you doing? We have our own child. And Sarah's like, what the fuck? Um, Is he yeah, wrong, so- though? No, Joel didn't run over healthy people. Yeah, I don't oh, think he ran over a live person. But... It was it was the it was the neighbors. Yeah, the oh, neighbors. Yeah, they, yeah. they turned and they ran out, and the the, um, the neighbor with the flat the neighbor with the flashlight. Yeah, yeah, ran over to help it, and you saw the other guy come to tackle. I'm like, Ooh. yeah, that's fair. Listen. listen, Joel did what he need to to survive. But I'm just saying, like, some people be like, oh, it's kind of questionable. He's not helping anybody. But if he helped everyone, he probably wouldn't well, be here. That, that's, probably the, the that's the game's whole thing, right? Is yeah. the questionable, the moral, like, there is no hero. Joel is not, yeah. I would not consider Joel a heroic character, but he's, he's, he's flawed. And that's what makes his story Everyone's interesting. Everyone's very fucking flawed. Yeah. And <laughs> that's, I, like, the I whole mean, point. The idea of, like, you know, the, that family being on the side of the road, you need to be picked up. Like, on the one hand, you're like, man, like... If that was me, I would definitely stop. But like, would I? Like, I mm, like. Yeah, are they? How do I know they're not infected? Like, at that point, it's like, well, I'm gonna pick them up, and then we're all gonna die, or at least maybe there's a chance they're not, and they get out of there. Like, it's sort of, uh, it's, it's the, it's, it, the game questions like how humanity would act morally in a apocalyptic situation, and I mean, we all want to say we'd always do the right thing, but how do you know you know what i mean so it's sort of it's sort of interesting in the way it perceives it but listen both joel and ellie piss me off 
at different points in different games. So well, there, Ellie's there's, just, there's, there's Ellie's no just right a douchebag in the second game, realistically. Ellie is straight up. She is just shitty in points. the second game. Like in, in other words, the story was really well told, but I was not sympathetic for Ellie at the end of that game, at the end of Last of Us Two. Like I was kind of like, well. You had everything, and you completely fucked it up, and you kind of get what you deserve because you couldn't let revenge go. Like, So again, yeah. really, really interesting ending to that game because Abby wasn't great either, but I would argue that Abby at least, you know, seemed to have some. But I mean, that's getting into a, a, the game and, and, and everything else, but yeah. Would you let a car yeah. full of coughing folks in your car in 2020 or 2021, said in the comments? That's irrelevant because we don't know if they were infected and also it's 2003 times are different all right so i would i would probably be more likely to let a car of people coughing in my car because it was like it was covid like i never thought covid was going to just turn me into a zombie or like kill me i thought at worst i'd have a bad if cough. it's a, if it's a if it's a if it's a disaster where like the people yeah. aren't the threat like right. if there's just like wildfires and i had someone else in my car where i knew i wasn't gonna like i had i'm joel and i have my very capable brother with me like if i if it was something like that then it's like yeah of course obviously in that situation where the people are the threat then yeah, yeah there's really no no safe way to, to stop and help other people and it's just it's not a threat where it's like oh god they might give you chicken pox it's a threat where it's like oh god they might literally devour and eat you and infect you, you know? <laughs> So in other die. words, it's like, it's like, yeah, I get it. I get the point you're like, I get the point he's at, like what he's asking. It makes sense. But it's also like, eh, eh, you know? Yeah. An interesting thing, though, is if you watched like the, they did like a season trailer, like what to, what's coming up next. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of the scenes are things that like, if you played the game, you're like, oh yeah, I remember that. I remember that. There's an interesting thing in there. Um, When we see Bill which is Nick Offerman's character. Um, you go to him quite shortly after you get to the Capitol building in the game just to get like supplies and keep going. Um, get a car. He has a yeah to get the car. He has a partner named Frank, and Frank is very much dead in the game already. But he's in the trailer, which is kind of nuts. So that's like the very that's like the first like major thing that they've shown that they've changed. Like a whole character's alive that wasn't in the game. So that'll that'll be cool to see because it's even a trophy in the game. Like finding out that Bill's partner Frank is dead, so yeah. <laughs> it'll it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I mean, I'm not like upset by it at all. I think it'll be cool to see like that dynamic because you don't really get to see any of it. Is and maybe Bill... Frank dies when we watch. So is Bill the one that tries to kill you in the village? Like he's shooting. At he doesn't you? try to kill you. He just has the whole village booby trapped because he's a fucking nut and he's just super like cautious. He lives he on his own. He wasn't the guy in the <laughs> diner then. That very uh, suggestively tries to like do stuff to Ellie, right? No, 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 no. That's a different guy. Yeah, Whoa, no, like, no, 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 no. That's a different guy. Okay, I know okay. exactly yeah, what you're talking yeah, about. Okay. Okay. I was like, I don't. I'm Bill handcuffs her because he thinks no, he's like, no, no, this guy. David, I think his name might have been. Maybe he's a remember he he uh, he traded the antibiotics for the uh, deer. Yes. Yep. Yep. Um, and then he tries to get Ellie to join him, and she's not interested. Mm -hmm. And then he's oh, the big diner fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, just diddler. very uncomfortable yeah. scene to play, like to watch play out. It was like, oh God, like, but I mean, like, that's the, that's the thing. The game wants you to, those reactions. Yeah. I'm just terrified to see clickers. We see them like very briefly in the preview and like, you can see one at the very end of the episode, if you're paying attention to the rooftops, um, but also stalkers like, fuck yeah, that. Don't want to see any of that. What's that? Why are you showing a remote? You said you were scared to see clickers. That's a clicker. 
I am uh, not even. Not You've never even. heard of a remote referred to as a clicker? Come no, on. I have. I'm just She's not from Rhode Island. That's that what that, that's what they do. No, I've never called it that in my life. Okay, well you're not fifty. Um, this is true. That's, that's what they call it. Um, you are fifty. You, I'm literally twenty nine and a half. My birthday's not till March. Um, I'm sixteen. Guys, <laughs> well, yeah, and a half. I like to round down. Um, because thirty's a big number. Uh, it is. So might as well say fifty. Hmm. Hmm. Um, so overall, I think it was really, really good. Um, I'm excited to watch. I like that they're releasing it as a weekly format versus all at once. Yeah. I think it's good to be able to like talk about it. And, uh, I mean, even for us, we could probably revisit this show in a couple episodes. Like we could probably let a couple more episodes pass by and do a second podcast about it. Like talking about where we're at with the show, you know? Um, so from that perspective, it's, it's obviously really cool. Um, the one thing I hated, and this is just selfishly, like, I just hated the, I hated the fact that we, I just, I felt like, and this is just kind of selfishly, like everything we saw with, with Ellie, with, with Sarah and Joel and all that, I felt like it was such a cool dynamic to see and get more into it. And it was so short lived, no pun intended, but like. There, I also know logically that, like, there's nothing you could do differently about that. Like, it's not like they could even have expanded it more because there's no threat in their lives prior to this, right? Like, I couldn't have been the only one that was like, man, I really wish I got to saw more of Sarah and Joel interacting and, like, what their life was like. But that just couldn't exist because there's no time between when the chaos happens and when she gets there. But I just thought it was, like, a really, those two, those two, those two had a really good dynamic and it was such a treat to see it because like we weren't expecting to get any real thing between them and so i was like man i wish we'd gotten a little bit more of it but at the same time obviously that was physically impossible so selfishly, yeah the I'm actual like, sequence in the game is literally like 10 minutes yeah. <laughs> it's so short but i just mean even in terms of like if i was like i want to see more of what their life was like beforehand i mean they didn't really i mean i'm guessing her mom must have passed away Right, yeah, I was that too. I don't, I don't recall. What I don't remember if Joel ever talked about having a wife or not having a wife, or if it was even relevant. I mean, he had to have recreated or procreated, right? Because he had a kid. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, I'm not really sure. Yeah, either way, I'm sure. I don't know if we know. I don't know. I don't know if you know if we know. You know. <laughs> All right. Do you have any other last thoughts before we get into our closing? Me. Um, yeah, either of you, Alex, if you do. Um, couple last things on the show. Um, that kind of chaotic town scene where Joel's carrying Sarah and you see the all the zombies eaten and then one just looks up in front of the headlights. I thought that shot was sick. I thought, okay. oh my God, that got me so hyped up. I was like, oh, here we go, baby. Here we go. About to get active. That's sick. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Um, Tessa's character. I like how they're you know they're showing more of her. How she's kind of leading the charge. Mm. Sick. Um, and you know what? Uh, I like that Sarah's black. It shows that Joel likes to dip into the chocolate, and that's fire. I yeah, also she, like it. I thought it was weird her at first. Her actress was awesome. But then I remembered it was Pedro Pascal, and I was like, wait a minute. 
how is she black? Joel's white, but I'm like, no, no, he's not. It's Joel's a totally not different white. thing, right? Well, in, in the Joel's game, Joel's also not black, but no, but he's <laughs> he's on. Hispanic, so if yeah. Santa Risa, that it makes a lot more sense that if his wife had been, you know, but no. yeah, her actress, um, her mother is actually, if you watch Westworld, one of like the best characters, and if you look, they have different last names, and I don't think I knew either of their names anyway to even put two and two together, but she looks just like her mom. And I was like, I've like she looks so familiar. And if you look at what her mom looks like, she like fucking copy pasted. Like she, her, she's got her mom jeans strong. But yeah, she was great. Um, I feel so bad. That's like the only screen time she'll get. But yeah, she was awesome. I have a question for you guys. Where do you guys think season one is going to end? Oh, I think they'll get the whole show in here. I think we'll the end. whole game. I do. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think that's their I think that's their goal. They got a few hour episodes still, like next week's like forty five minutes or something, and then back next, the third episode's like seventy seven again. Um Yeah, I mean I'm just like playing it now. Like, I I could see where the show ended and where episode two is probably gonna end. It's probably gonna end right after you get to the Capitol building and then, That's like, what Bill, I was thinking. Bill and Frank will be the third episode and I think we'll mosey right along. <laughs> um, I hope. I don't see any future in where we don't get the second game, but I, you know, because we had to suffer, I want it yeah. to go right up to where we did the hospital scene and end the way that does and just fucking go black and let people deal with that. Let people <laughs> simmer with what the fuck just happened until we get a second game in which then they get to suffer all over again. Well, it doesn't end right there. Yeah. You go back to um, Tommy's yeah, yeah, camp. town. Yep, and then it's sort of like they're standing on the the outside area, and she asks him, and he's just like he lies. And the game okay, yeah, ends. I didn't remember where that happened, but yeah, I, I want that to, I want it to end like right there, like where he's like where he lies to her, and then she's like, okay. And I'm hoping they split the game up into two seasons. I mean, that'd be nice just for content, but I don't know if that's... I don't th- I don't think it's going to happen, because uh, Neil Druckmann said that if they do do a season two, it will cover the events of the second game. Hmm. So I just don't... I mean, unless it was like a long season or something, but yeah, I'd be very surprised if that was what they did. Yeah, I was trying to find a quote or anything if they talked about it. Uh, well, I guess they could. They could incorporate uh, Left Behind. Because that kind of happens in the in the third act, second act, third act, yeah, third act of the game. Yeah, I said assuming season one resonates with audiences like the game, Druckmann and Mazin want it, want HBO to give them as many seasons as needed to wrap up the rest of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's yeah. And then it says quote, and then the story that remains that continues forth in the work that Naughty Dog's done in the second game is a lot. Um, I think they could probably fit everything from the first game to the season but as we know last of us 2 is long as fuck so that'll probably need more than one season yeah, or like, like a 20 the hour season game, that's... right oh, i feel like it's longer isn't it longer alex i don't know that game that's my only gripe with it is like it just kept I think it was around, like, going you're like surely this is the end and it's like 25 nope, it's hours <laughs> is what it just says online if depending on like what pace you play Ranges from 20, yeah, I'd say at least to 30, at least but... thirty, but yeah. God of War took me at, uh, almost exactly forty hours. <laughs> yeah, the second it... one. Yeah. yeah, it just felt long too because like think about the type of game you're playing. Yeah, it's all very like. And they made they by... made they made the second one have some uh, open world sections. They did, yeah. 
which I is very good and very scary. Just, I didn't. Yeah, just felt long. Second one is also like very heavy. That game, the last. I of love Us, it. Last of Us Part Two is a very emotionally heavy game. It's a great game, it's but you do so not play it and then feel gritty. like you do not feel like. Yeah, I'm satisfied coming out of that game. Like that game was like, oh, all right, I guess. I think like, I ended that just like, <laughs> yeah, just like staring like, oh cool, my god. I guess like, I mean that game hit you with shock factor early, obviously with the infamous you know clubbing scene, and I was like, oh my god, this person's the worst. And then by the end of the game, I'm like, oh no, I kind of get I it. I love like, you. Yeah, kind of get it because Joel kind of was a piece of shit, but, but. Aren't they all? You understand his perspective, and he was not a perfect man, and he probably would have said the same thing. I would bet if Joel was alive that he would probably have agreed with Abby's decision to kill him. In other words, you know what I'm saying? Like, he probably would have, you know, so. But. Joel would have done the same shit. That's what I literally just said, though. Yeah. I was agreeing. (laughs) No, I'm just fucking with you. Um, Yeah. So, this is, we're going to move on, right? Unless anybody has anything else to add. I'm good. I'm good. So, I definitely think we can revisit this topic. Um, I don't think we're going to do a podcast episode for every episode, but I do think in a couple weeks we'll have Alex back on if he's if he's here for it, and we'll catch up on the show where we're at, you know, um, because this is a really interesting show, and I'm looking forward to uh, watching it and seeing where they go. So, let us know what you think in the comments uh, or, you know, wherever you're listening to this, tweet us at social medias and stuff. Let us know what you think. We want to hear your thoughts, too. Um, but we are going to pivot over to our uh, closing segment, aptly renamed uh, Beyond the Horizon. So this is our, our used to be our uh, What's on the Horizon segment. We just changed it for linear, um, you know, purposes. But um, what's going on with you guys? What, what do you got coming up in the next uh, in the next week? Anything fun? You're going to start, like, three more I games? I am. Yeah, probably. No, I'm, yeah, I'm trying just to cruise through The Last of Us 1 remake and get the platinum for that, um, which doesn't seem too bad. It's pretty much just um, all the collectibles and all the workbenches and optional conversations. Um, but, yeah, I think, I don't even know. I need to decide on an anime to watch. I just caught up on Spy Family. I'm still watching My Hero Weekly. Um but yeah, I'm just playing The Last of Us, and then I still have like some indie games I'm playing. I started Potion Craft, so I might stream that soon, just because I'm only streaming what's on my PC right now. Um, Alex, this is just like what Beyond the Horizon, just like what you're doing, what you're playing, what you're watching, what you're up to. Okay. Um, currently, I'm playing Need for Speed Unbound. Mm-hmm. I'm almost done with the story. I think it's a great game. I love how they incorporated anime into it. Perfect for me. You can also turn it off if that's not your thing. So people need to calm the hell down with all that. Uh, animes. I'm not. I took a break from Boruto for a long time. Um, I might start back, that back up again. Um, an anime that Nicole should check out that I've been recommending is One Punch Man. Um, I don't know why you're rolling your eyes. It's great. I'm not. It's so good. I love the, the guy. The, the main guy just skews me out. I don't like first season like. of that it's show like was egg. really good, and I thought afterwards the premise. I hate the fact that he can never lose. I know it's the whole point of the show, and it's meant to be satirical, but I just don't care when I'm watching these fights. I'm like, he's literally never gonna lose. I can't get over it. 
First season is good, though. You should definitely watch it. Did you see... uh, I mean, the manga for season three is done. Yeah. So that's why they're making the show. Mm -hmm. He's got some competition in season three. Two Punch Man! He throws more than one punch. I want him to lose. I mean, I don't necessarily want to... I just want to believe as a watcher that he can't... And it's your complaint Superman actually effect. makes me want to watch it because yeah. I hate nothing more than antagonist and like something keeping the plot from moving. So if mm-hmm. he's just like fucking na- like you... mowing down and moseying along, let's go. Well, there's more you're... than one protagonist. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, he's not, not the main Edgar. protagonist. There's like a whole team of like heroes, I think, or or at least okay. like a... I I would say the show kind of focuses on Jin uh, Genos a bit. Yeah. And he think about gets it. his shit beaten uh, yeah. consistently. Yeah, I might watch Blue Lock, which is the soccer show. I've heard great, re- I've heard really great things about it. I watched the first episode and it had an intriguing plot, but I just haven't had time. I used to watch. You remember? I don't know if you guys remember. Maybe Prince of Tennis was yep. an old anime. I watched. I laughed fuck with that show. That show was fucking hype for some reason. I don't know why, but I watched it when I was like 14 and I was like, that's a good show. And I'm pretty sure yeah. they eventually get like some level of fucking magic tennis power or some shit going on in there, but I always thought it was I I thought it was interesting um, that they literally make animes about everything. Um, Do you guys remember that one about like the puppets? Like the Harry battling Potter puppet pals. Yeah, like the battling show, right? puppets. No, I don't. Oh my god. It's an old one. It's an old one. Like, um uh, Arakuri Circus? Is that the one you're thinking of? Because that comes up as a Japanese manga that was around in 1997. Uh, it has to do with puppets. No. Naruto uh fucking Naruto uses the puppet. Fuck. It was on like uh or was it cartoon? Cartoon Network. uh... You're not thinking about Zatch Bell, right? Zatch Bell. That That was was not. They were not puppets. They were demons. It's one of my favorite anime ever. I adore that show. They never finished it. Um, for some reason, they only dubbed like they didn't. They finished um like ninety percent of it, but they never finished it. It's it's absolutely one of my. I adore that show with a passion. Um, fucking puppets, he says. No, that show was awesome. It was really, really cool. I had a fucking spell book when I was a kid. Like, they used to have the, um, little... Co- they these guys look like puppets. They, That's what puppets. I'm saying! No, they're not puppets! They're, they're demons from another world that battle to become the it's, demon it's king. It's like the, the lines on their face. Yeah, they yeah, puppets. they do. Some of them do have... I forget, they're called... What, I forget what they're called. They're called, um... Oh, it really was called? Cartoon Network. Yeah, it was uh-huh. on Toonami. Um, yeah. at like nighttime, I think, and then yeah, it was. I I love the show. I really. Oh, Momoto, that's what they were called. I wish they'd finish it. That show was hype as fuck for an anime. I yeah. I highly recommend, but it sucks because they don't finish it. So then you're kind of like, eh. um, great game. I was. That's what I thought you meant because I'm like Zatch's face does look puppet esque when he opens his mouth, but I'm like I don't think they're puppets. They're definitely <laughs> that's not exactly puppets. what I was thinking. But great, <laughs> great series. I love it. It's goofy, but it's not. It's 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 serious enough. And then, and then, then the the towards the end of it, it gets, it gets a lot better. Um, really, really good. I just had to send you guys a photo of the anime you're talking about, and it literally almost broke my Twitter. I think it's cursed. <laughs> that photo is cursed. It's still, it's still glitching out my page. That's wild. Anyway, our show is running very long. Brayden, what is Beyond the Horizon for you? Um, 
Well, Jesus Christ. I gotta finish. I'm working on a project for YouTube. I'm recording a review for the first Yu-Gi-Oh game ever made, which has been a lot because the game is terrible. Yeah. Wow, that's in interesting. Wait a minute. Is that, are they bringing that back or something? That says 2022. I wonder if they made oh. a movie or something. I don't know. Maybe it's a fan thing. Um, I've been playing Vampire Survivor a lot. It's really fun. I've actually put a lot of time wow. into it. Um, it's a good, it's a really good game and. Uh, I gotta get back into Yakuza a little bit. My friends kind of convinced me. I I just I got a little bored, but it's not. I haven't played enough of it to justifiably say I'm bored yet. So I really need to give it another chance. Um, but I've really just been working on that, and the 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 project, the video project for YouTube, is taking up a lot of my spare time because I'm recording the full game, and then I gotta go through and write a script and make an actual video. And we're gonna be doing a collab with um. My friend's YouTube channel, they do, like, board game stuff. So we're going to be doing a collab, too. I bought, like, this old board game from, like, 2002 uh, that was, like, the only Yu-Gi-Oh! board game ever made. I know nothing about it other than the fact that it's hard as shit to find because it's, like, a bunch of them are missing pieces and stuff. So those those video projects are things that I'm working on. And uh, eventually, getting the last few episodes of this edited and uploaded on YouTube so that we're finally fully caught up with those videos because I still think I'm missing, like, four or five. So... Maybe that's why Alex was waiting to watch him. I'm just watching Alex look at his walls. I was curious too as what was going on, but no, it's because I don't know if back. you can. Uh, you can't see that. Is that but the hole? In the corner, yeah. It's like cut out, like right there. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Um, it looks he like put tape like... on it. He cut <laughs> a hole in the ceiling and then put tape on the like and put the ceiling piece back yeah, up. Yeah, they won't. They won't it. shoot through that. Who would yeah. through that? I'm just making sure it's still there. What happened yeah, with the hole? Why was there a hole? Was there There's a... raccoons in his walls. Oh, uh, mice. Ooh, oh, okay. Mice. Those are yeah. two very different scenarios. Rats. If there are New raccoons in your rats. wall, I have so yeah. many questions. First one being, no. do you need some help? Like, are you good? Like, <laughs> If you know any lawyers that specialize in residential rights, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> um, any viewers why is you, you you rent or yeah and they're not and taking care of it or I, I i let them know about this on october 4th oh my god it's been th over three months yeah rats and i've been paying mice technically well we don't know what it is yet it's not raccoons i would bet any amount of money on that on time it's no. definitely not raccoons because no, they can't so fit in there <laughs> But either chipmunks, <laughs> flying squirrels, or mice. Flying squirrels would be kind of cool. I would prefer chipmunks. My uncle used to have them as pets. I mean, if they're do you live? Are you do you live in the same state that we live in? No. no? Okay. I, so I don't think flying well. squirrels are very common Bandit here. Does. Okay. Okay. No. Well, that's funny. Well, listen. Bandit. I wish you the well, best. Blame CVS. Okay. Blame CVS. All right. I will. I I have three friends, three good friends that work for CVS, and I've, I I know they're. Uh, a mixed bag uh to work for depending on where you're at i think from what i've heard um but i don't know that they have built-in raccoon insurance so you might want to look into that one um but yeah that's me so uh we we ran long but um it's always cool to have a guest alex thanks so much for taking the time to be on the show with us um of course, thanks for having me. uh absolutely and we'll definitely have you back I, i'd like to revisit this topic in a few weeks i think um once we've got more of the show out there mm -hmm. i mean obviously there's other topics to cover Nicole and I still have to do a Star Wars theme show at some point, which I just can't believe hasn't happened yet. So, you know the conditions. I, have. I don't really want to watch the Phantom Menace, but I can spark notes it or something. 
Um, no, I mean, I'll, it's I'll, good. I, uh, I, I questionable, to, but I, he's gonna watch all of the main movies to, for us no, to talk I've about. No, I've caught up Marvel on the main movies. movies. I just haven't watched. You the haven't first watched. One. That is the. Fan. I, that's what I mean. The Phantom Menace is the only one I haven't. You need seen. to know how bad it is. To I saw it to finish Kenobi, Kenobi. I'm on episode five. Remember, I. Oh <laughs> lord! The Phantom Menace isn't that bad. I, that little shit. He, they should have just killed him then and there. Jar Jar. No, Anakin. Oh yeah, well he's okay. He's, but then you have the one of the greatest Sith lords. What are you talking about? This is true. It, yeah, it has some bad moments, but also has just no, the, it has its value. That it has final its duel. Ooh, maybe that final it's not duel. The, okay, no, it is the worst Star Wars, but it's needed. I would say no, it's not the worst. Really? Oh, yeah. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear it. You're gonna put like episode three is the best one. It's really the only. I one. don't like the last Jedi trilogy. sucks. If we're being honest, episode eight is the, in my opinion, the objectively the worst Star Wars movie. As much as you I haven't love watched the, Force, the Phantom Menace, <laughs> no, watch we'll the Phantom see what Menace, happens. and then I'll let you say that. Because I think episode right. nine gets a bad rap for no reason. But listen, uh, so Alex will be back. He will return uh, for the Last of Us Part Two um at some point um and thank you to everyone who watched the show listened to the show uh for supporting us in general thank you to nicole for being a great host at co-host as always and thank you to twitch for not crashing in the middle of this and losing all my graphics i think going forward we might actually be okay uh so i hope you guys have a great week enjoy the rest of your week and your weekend and we will see you next time bye Peace. bye